I look at escapism as running away, and I look at immersing as running towards, and, and I think playing touches much more on the immersive side of things. The value of playing is... By nature, play means you are involved. What are they playing doing? I have a desire to play, but I'm a little nervous to play. Well, I'm absolutely convinced that the best way to learn is through play. But I think that play... Play in childhood and, and any other time is a mechanism for rehearsal. If you don't allow for play... Play is a window. Play is... In terms of the value of play is... When you play with sound and movement, you are really pulling on the unconscious. When I was a kid, you went outside and played, you know. Uh, now, I don't think kids do that. Uh, the world's changed. Hi, I'm Nathaniel Skye, the host of the Immersion Nation podcast. Here, the masters of immersive experience create and conjure, muse and imagine the cultural revolution that is unfolding before us. That is immersive entertainment. Welcome. Why is play important? And what is the value of play? Well, this episode of the Immersion Nation podcast is a little bit different. This is the first in a series of mini episodes that we're going to be releasing periodically in place of our normal interviews. We've been asking guests of the Immersion Nation podcast why play matters. There are certain concepts that are intrinsic, not just to the immersive wave, but to how we understand and interface with the world as a whole. But often, the importance of play fades in our mind as we get older. So there's play and then there's like the nature of play. And, you know, speaking for myself as an adult in our very kind of a passive screen based culture, I have a desire to play, but I'm a little nervous to play. And so I think that's something we also strive to set up. It's a space of play because it's a space where you have to be present and engaged, but also we, in a lot of our shows, try to set it up so that you know how to play uh, and that we're actually going to try to guide you into, you know, what could be the most emotionally satisfying or narratively satisfying uh, sequence of events. But sometimes, you know, the people who are hanging back, it's not necessarily because they're not interested or not interested in being engaged. They're just maybe nervous about not knowing how to or about not doing it correctly. So I think that's also one of the really interesting opportunities within immersive is that um, in a way you have a chance to kind of hold someone's hand and reteach that. That was Julianne Just, one of the artistic directors of the Speakeasy Society, a brilliant group of L.A.-based immersive creators responsible for the Kansas Collection and their current run of The Johnny Cycle, amongst many others. Julianne says in some ways she's nervous to play. As we all learn and grow and take on more responsibilities, we're often put in a position that leaves us feeling a little bit guilty about spending time on things that aren't explicitly productive. Now, this might not be as true for the listeners of this particular show, but as the pace of our world continues to increase, it's easy to feel obligated to stay right there with it. Prioritizing play can often be thought of as an irresponsible use of time, as escapism. But while the line between play and escapism can certainly seem vague, there is a difference. 
In episode 7, Christoph Fischer, the co-creator of the Tales by Candlelight experience, explained exactly why he sees the line between escapism and play as anything but vague. I look at escapism as running away, and I look at immersing as running towards, and, and I think playing touches much more on the immersive side of things. The value of playing is essentially taking a little bit of a break from the norm and still holding on to all those memories that were that are embedded into us and still holding on to our personality traits and our reactions, but being able to shift perspectives. So, for example, I'll, I'll use playing in the world of Dungeons and Dragons as an example. Um, you create a character, you're creating a, you're playing in a fantasy world, but at the at the core, you're still dealing with the same things that you'd be dealing with on in everyday life. So by being able to play with it in a less consequential fantasy manner, you can often shine a light on what some of the deeper feelings that you're dealing with at the time are. And I, and I think play is a very forgiving way of doing that. It's a very somewhat reversible way. You can, it's okay to be like, you know, let, never mind, let's let's hit the brakes on that. And you can't do that in reality. And so that's what the value you you need a space as a human in order to have kind of a, a training wheel or, or a training ground before you go back to real life. And so I just really think playing is invaluable. No matter what world you're playing in, play is characterized by an active engagement with something that has elements of reality. Because, of course, you are part of that world. You get the chance to actively interact with parts of yourself, parts of your world, topics, ideas, and bits of inspiration that you might not ever otherwise have the chance to explore. And speaking of training wheels, I'm absolutely convinced that the best way to learn is through play. You know, I watch my son and how effective play is at teaching concepts. And then I think about, I like to mountain bike and I learn more about lots of things when I'm out there having fun on my bike. I'm learning about the mechanics of my suspension, which is like actually physics and, you know, how like traction works. But there's always a fun element that's encouraging me to go faster or to do more. The more context that you can convey through experience, the more you can benefit from that. So in terms of teaching a concept, teaching empathy, being able to relate to other people from different cultures, from different experiential backgrounds, like this is the place to do that. That was Pete Billington, the co-founder of Fable Studio, the producers of the Emmy award-winning virtual reality experience, Wolves in the Walls. Wolves in the Walls is an interactive story where a little girl enlists you, her imaginary friend, to help her contend with the menacing wolves that live in the walls of her family home. Now this experience, in many ways, is all about play. You are literally a figment of a child's imagination, helping them understand and solve the problems in the world around them. Pete says that he thinks play is the best way to learn. And... Of course it is. If you think about the things that truly stick with you, they're often things that you've connected to emotionally, that you've taken the time to turn over and play with in your mind. The lessons we learn on the playground, out on the field, the pitch, the court, or gathered around a table with friends, these lessons matter. They shape who we are. And so it begs the question, how much more would we learn and remember if we prioritized play? How much more would we connect and explore and experiment and feel the breadth of our emotional capacity? Of course, 
the more we do something, the better we get at that thing. And so when we subconsciously categorize play as escapism, the subtle math that helps us decide which things are worth our time begins to tilt. When we forget how to play, how to comfortably exist in a risk-free space, we lose something. Now, I have a theory about what that thing is, but I'm actually really curious about what all of you think. I could be completely wrong about this, I don't know, but what do you think we lose when we forget how to play? Or why do you think play is important? You can drop me a line personally via email. That's just editor at immersionnation.com or Feel free to DM us on Instagram, message us on Facebook, send us a carrier pigeon. It's all good. On the next mini episode, we will share your thoughts and ideas and musings. And next time you're feeling a little hesitant, a little guilty or nervous about taking the time to play. Imagine what daily life might look like if everything were just a bit more playful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.